as you have the nature of joy you hold to be rejoicing but you see it's not enough to have the nature you must put your nature to work now because god already promised that he's going to be with us in his world till the end of days we have no cause to be sad we have every cause to rejoice. the number one thing you must treasure is god's voice god must be able to speak to you at all times a believer must be in alignment with god a believer must be able to decode god now if god doesn't just give the word sometimes he gives instructions those instructions are like strategy don't just receive the promise in your heart also receive the process now this second session wants to talk about how you can draw with your faith and how you can receive healing how you can receive miracles miracles are real and then i want you to know that god wants us to receive um if we are his kids he has a special um package for those who are his kids glory to god i want to believe you are a child of god now if you are a child of god say amen, amen. say it loud and clear say i'm a child of god say it again if you mean it say i'm a child of god so what i want to look at now is how to receive having you know the understanding that you know um is is will for us to be healed is um it has a provision for us to be healed and that um he specializes in healing he has ability to heal and is also willing to heal and so we take it up from there okay and that um um Jesus already took away our sins and them sicknesses and they bore them in their bodies in his bodies so it means that the provision is there Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 I almost not you know uh, I almost don't preach without mentioning Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 and the revelation I have about it is that there is nothing you will ever need in this life that has not been made available Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 let's read it together loud and clear everybody Blessed be the God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. Let's take it again. Loud this time, louder and clear. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. He has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. Meaning he has blessed us with every miracle we ever need. every job you ever need every healing you ever need everything you ever need maritally he has blessed us all right financially he has blessed us you know god cannot you know um willfully send you to this earth without having everything you ever need in place for you it's clear from this scripture and the reason why i had to show you this again is because i believe that before sicknesses arises or before it arose as the case may be probably you're sick you're here or you're in need of one miracle or the other or god's intervention before those needs arises or arose in your life god already set in motion the provision that will take care of that need are you getting what i'm saying God has set it in motion. Let me tell you a story. I've said it before. Uh, in my house I live with a young man is one of us here. You can confirm from him. And then I have money with me, but in my house you cannot say food has finished. It's a wrong statement. Most women finished food, finished the account and all that with their but I'm not talking about that. 
So the guy could not communicate that there is no food stuff or all those things in the house. So the way he was doing, around 8 a.m., 9 a.m., I knew that, and I hardly eat in the morning, but then I saw the way he was doing. I knew that. I asked him, I said, what's going on? So, and I said, oh, do we need to buy food stuff or buy things into the house? He said, yes. So, he, you know, he now spoke, so I understood him. So, and I said, okay, I want to teach you what I teach today, practically. I said, come, we sat down. And I told him, I said, we're going to believe God for what? There is money, but full stop. But I want to show you that as a believer, deliberately, you can believe God for your provision and you have it. All right? So I said, we're going to believe God now. And then that was around 10. And then there will be provision. And then I just saved a simple prayer. You know, around 11.30-12, a couple came in with a well-cooked soup that would be enough not just for one day, two days, well-cooked soup. And swallow. But it was a provision that came right on time. So, you know, the couple didn't know. I called them. I said, when did you start preparing for this? Because this, this looked like something that it would have taken hours to prepare. So they told me, they said, as soon as they, you know, in the morning, 7.30, 8, they started preparing. So already God had us in mind before we even believed for what came. Do you get what I'm saying? So there is a way God has, you know, Bible says that Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4, he said, he said, he chose us. Look at it. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. You didn't just find yourself in church. God chose you. Are you getting what I'm saying? What about those other people who are just doing anyhow? One way or the other, they will find themselves inside. Are you getting what I'm saying? In the kingdom, they will find themselves inside. He said, he chose us from the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. When John saw Jesus Christ come, he said, Behold the Lamb of God who was slain before the foundation of the world. Before Adam and Eve. So God already made the provision. Do you see that? So for every need that will arise eventually in your life, there is always a provision that God has made and God has set it rolling to arrest that need. If you are still here, can you say amen? amen? But you know when the provision of God is already set in motion, then you need to set your faith in motion. Do you get what I'm saying? Something can be rolling past you. You can be in need right now. And the provision is rolling towards you and is rolling past you and you are not tapping it. You know, you can be texty. Let's say, for example, the water corporation in this Lagos, the pipe networks, you know, the pipe networks for water in this Lagos pass in front of your house and you don't know. You know you can't tap it. The knowing that the tap, the pipe pass in front of your house and that you just need to get a license or probably register to tap that water from the pipe, the main pipe that is supplying the whole community that passes in front of your house, just knowing that alone, just knowing that alone has started quenching your thirst. Are you getting what I'm saying? It has started quenching your thirst because you will just get a pipe and just simply connect. What I am saying is that what you don't know, once you don't know, you don't have faith. 
Once you don't know, you can't take step. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can't act in faith. Just like I was, I was teaching the other day, that a pregnant woman will start buying clothes for baby. Why have you not been buying clothes for babies? Young ladies here, why have you not been buying clothes for babies? Because you know that you are not what? Pregnant. If you have ever met with God and he has impregnated you with a kind of ideas, you will, you will be, you will be, quote and unquote, insane. You know what I mean? You will be running against every horse to make sure the idea is what? Bettered. You will be going against all kinds of, you will be examining all the policies. You will be, nobody will need, you know, revelation is self-motivating. You don't need a motivational speaker where revelation is concerned. Once you have a revelation from God, motivational speaker, you don't need any motivational speech. Revelation by itself showing you that you hope by now to have four kids and you are still single. You can be looking for somebody to quickly accept your proposal this, this evening. That, as in, once you have a revelation, you become mad at your situation. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying. So to get healing, sometimes you need to dare the impossible. To get miracles from God, sometimes look at the woman of the usual of blood. Broke all the protocols. Why? Because the Bible says she heard about Jesus. That's her own point of revelation. Somebody has shared a testimony. Somebody has told her that in this particular situation, forget it. You can only meet one person and this blood that has been flowing we cease. If you are still here, can you say amen? Now, let me, let me start with this Syrophoenician woman. Now, give us Mark chapter 7 verse 24. I want to show you something as a child. Now, if God has a plan for those who are not children, you can imagine what he has in plan or in stock for those who are children. Let me first, before you go there, let me first show you something. You know that God is a God of love, right? You know he's a God of love. I want to show you. So that you know that the sickness or the challenge you are facing that is still persisting and is still there is, is, is your own deliberate acceptance of that status quo. Matthew chapter 5. Let me read from verse 41 or 40. Let's do 40. Go to verse 42. Give to him who asks you, and from him who wants to borrow, from you do not turn away. There are some people, you know, this is, well, don't let me, this is not where we are going, but you have to be led by the Spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? There are people you turn away from. Go to the next verse. <laughs> you have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. That's the point he's actually trying to raise. Yes, never. But I say to you, love your, neighbor, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. That's grace. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. If you are working for a serious organization, you'll be used. If I have an organization that employs you as a member, and I'm the pastor, the chairman of the company, you'll be used. By the way I was born, I came as a serious person. No organization will move forward 
if it's not a serious organization. Some of you have been doing virtual meetings, virtual, uh, 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 virtual what you have been going to office virtually. <laughs> you have been doing all your work virtually. Have you noticed that you have been doing more than almost, you know, um, how do I call it now? 1.5, like 150% of what you used to do. Is that not it? Yes, you have been like an extra six hours added to your time of work. That's what has been happening. That organization may be spitefully using you. And sometimes they might not even appreciate it. That's what my own company will not do. Sometimes they can even be talking you down. Sometimes they can be talking to you anyhow. Okay? But let me tell you. Just remember the story. I mean, this is a word for someone. I don't know why I'm saying this. Just, just remember the story of Jacob and Laban. Are you getting what I'm saying? Once you remember the story of Jacob and Laban, be deliberate. Because if you are not deliberate, you won't be off the hook. Be deliberate. Study that place. Pray with it. Let God open your eyes. Then he will show you how to turn things around for your life in that particular place. But there's nothing wrong. It's by Blicka to work with Laban. As Jacob. As you remain single. Praise God. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you. It's not only at work alone. You can be in a relationship and you are used. Abuse all over the place. And persecute you. Next verse. He said that you may be sons, that you may be sons of your father in heaven, for he makes his son, his son. So the son does not belong to the scientist. Can you see that the son belongs to him? He makes his son. It's not S-O-N now, S-U-N. Rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. Sometimes you look at this life, you say, there's so much injustice. You have first degree. You got second degree. You still do some courses and all that, and you are yet to receive a kind of salary. You have a good job, and you see a small boy who is just like a teenager, 19 years old, and sagging with one cocoa waves, and he's driving one big vehicle because he has, you know, terry wire. Praise God. And you're just wondering that, how can a system be existing and it cannot hold these kind of people responsible? Those are not your problem. Those are not your problem at all. You see, the challenge is this. You have to just focus on what you are doing and forget every other distraction. Alright? God has not made you the judge. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Arbitrator or something. Just focus and God will send you rain. God will send you insights. Because everybody is enjoying God's son. Everybody is enjoying God's what? Rain. And he says, on the unjust. So the love of the Father is beyond the body of Christ. Can you see that? The love of the Father is beyond the body of Christ. The body of Christ might be a priority, but everybody enjoys God. Is that clear? You look at a particular public officer or a government officer, which we shouldn't mention any position, and say, why can't God just see the oxygen in his room? One minute! And everybody will be at peace. 
You know, there are one or two, three, four, five people that God can just, you know, the OCG, and everybody will be at peace in this nation. And God is not doing it. The oxygen is still there. Everything is still there to, I mean, to be a very strong ruler over, you know, when you don't have livers for some things, you don't do it. That's why I'm preaching my own message like this. <laughs> don't say, Pastor, ah, no, is this person you are talking about? No, it's not what you are thinking. <laughs> so, but I am telling you, 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 he allows one king to reign and the other to reign, and the other to reign, regardless of what they are doing. Regardless. So I now want to show you, if the unjust and the unjust is receiving rain from God, don't you think that even as we receive rain from God, the just should have a special package of rain? And that's what I want to show you. Mark, the book of Mark, chapter 7, verse 24. Hospitals, doctors, nurses, pharmacists, lab scientists, all those medical practitioners are there to attend to everybody, the just and the unjust. In fact, in some cases, it's the unjust that has much money to be able to get the best of medical care. Are you getting what I'm saying? And they are still alive. Some people died by coronavirus recently, last year, and people were rejoicing that yes, one by one, coronavirus will be killing all of you. And yet, coronavirus still still, still spare one. There was one that coronavirus. <laughs> but you see, only God knows if coronavirus have taken him, probably something else will have happened. We don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not for anybody. I'm for everybody. Praise God. <laughs> From there he arose and went to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And he entered a house and wanted no one to know it. But it could not be hidden. When you carry grace, you will not be hidden. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. For a woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him, and she came and fell at his feet. So that means he could not be hidden, so a woman discovered Jesus was inside. So I came and fell at his feet. That is a symbol of worship. The woman was a Greek. So that means this woman believed Christ, and then he came to worship. He was a Greek a Syrophoenician by birth. And she kept asking him to cast the demon out of her daughter. See, your request, alright, is preceded by worship. Or let's say, your, your worship first, which is a demonstration of your faith on the one, in the one you are worshiping. And then your request follows. Look at it. And they said, cast out. She kept asking. Now, this scripture, what this scripture means is that she didn't ask once. What this scripture means is she kept, she was, she persevered. You get that? That she didn't just say, Father, 
but I know in our hearts now, some people will say, well, what does it mean to have repetition or repetitive prayers and all that? Because Jesus had never answered. Jesus had not responded. She kept speaking. Now, the next verse. And he said, but Jesus said to her, now, this is what Jesus now said, when Jesus eventually responded. So at some point, Jesus did not respond. That's why the Bible says she kept asking. Let the children be filled first. For it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. So Jesus is saying, it's actually a meal to receive a miracle from him. Are you, are you seeing this scripture? It's actually a meal. It's your, it's your rights. You know when Bible says he daily loses us with what? Benefits. Miracles are part of it. It's actually a deal. He said, let the children finish eating. They will now start thinking about those who are not children. For it's not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. There is no humiliation that can be as serious as this one. You know, if this woman had come from Ibadan, Little dogs. My children. You know, he was talking about child here. Her daughter. The daughter was a little dog. So, who is the big dog? (laughs) But you know what Jesus Christ is saying? They are aliens to the covenant of Israel because she's a Greek. She's not a Jew. So, they were classified as dogs. Do you remember when Paul wrote in Philippians, he said, beware of, don't even say he wants to give them food. Beware. Beware. Be careful with dogs. There are people outside the covenant. There are people who are unbelievers that snatch miracles from the children's table. And it happens in crusade. A woman had come to a crusade. I was there alive. At Oshobo. You see, I mentioned Oshobo for the second time today. I never lived in Oshobo. But anywhere God was moving, I was going there in those days. Up to now, just that I'm part of the people that God is using to move things now, so I don't move around like that. So now, I went there, and every woman came. And said, I can see, oh, I can see, oh, I can see, I can see, I can see. And you see, it's a local, indigenous, and illiterate woman. You know that you know that some miracles when they happen, you can't. You, it's not. It's not. They didn't make it up. It's it's too real. Too much. I can see. I can see. Ah, my eyes. My eyes. <laughs> I was. It was Bonke's meeting. We are Bonke. Uh, you know, Bonke was used to it, but the woman was not used to it. It looks like everybody. Here, you you can see. Eh? So, but the woman, the way the woman took it, and then the shocking thing. He said, "I'm a Muslim." But do you know there are believers that can't see? That is where the problem is. The dogs are eating from the table and then the believers, do you get what I'm saying? Unbelievers are tapping and the believers, 
there are some unbelievers that are just coming. Maybe December 31st. You know, everybody, you know, you can't be too sure of who and who is in church. December 31st. They just come and say, God, ha, the way this year has ended. Let's, all, all this problem just end here. I'm dropping them here. As I cross like this, let me enter a new level. Everybody always wants new level. Even including the ones that their life is running smoothly. And there is no, there is no, there is no end to what you can desire in God. So God is not angry with that. God will not say, ah, what I gave you yesterday, what did you, do you understand? Because he has more than enough. And so Jesus said, little dogs cannot partake at the table. Little dogs cannot be part of this. This is actually for children. And the children must be filled first. So there is hope for the dogs when the children are filled first. So who is now referring in our own contemporary New Testament um, understanding, the people he is referring to children are believers. If you agree with that, can you say amen? amen? So you are a child of God. Now we children of God. Now we children of God. It does not appear. Because the world does not know us, does not know him. But when we see him, we shall be like him. Now we children of God. What manner of love God has bestowed upon us that we should be called children of God. First John chapter 3, 1 and 2. Paraphrase. Somebody say, I'm a child of God now. Say it louder. Say, I'm a child of God now. Yeah. So, he said for a little... Now, look, look at what happened. Look at... This woman was not embarrassed. This woman... Do you know, children are even embarrassed by God. He said, ah, I've been asking, I've been asking, I've been asking, I've been asking, I've been asking. And they told us to be so easy. Mukala offering, Isaac offering, eh, Belo's offering, eh, Jonathan Dowdra's offering. And we have been giving and been giving and been giving. Shame in the corner. Look at my life. They are, they are blasting God. Won't keep for long. Praise God. And when there is a lack of understanding and the simple thing you are just supposed to know or an insight that is supposed to come to you as an awareness of certain things, you will not... Do you know the provision can even be beside you like this and you are just blasting God? And you are just... You are murmuring. You are angry. And that is what you see on social media. People who have tried to practice certain principles and it's not working in their hands. They've practiced it. They've done whatever. They were t- they are tired. It's not working. So they co- came to a conclusion that this thing is not working. It must be fake. It must be manipulation. It must be falsehood. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then they start saying all kinds of things. Why you see people that things are working in their hands, you never see them doing all kinds of stuff like that. But because I don't have all the time, let me just tell you. And she answered and said to him, Yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs under the table eat from the children's crumbs. If you know, do, you know, when he said the children's crumbs, you know what happened in this place? In this passage, that child or that daughter actually had crumb. And I want to show you what the crumb is compared to what a child should be eaten. The next verse. Then he said to her, For this saying, Go your way, the demon has gone out of your daughter's crumb. 
Have you met some unbelievers? They will tell you, you say, me, I'm not born again, but, but I believe God. And you are wondering, how can you have faith in the first place when you are not born again? Stay there. A Muslim came to our meeting. God baptized in the Holy Spirit without hot call. You know, back then on campus, they were just one boy. Just brought one boy to me. He said, Pastor, this is my friend. I just brought him. This is after the meeting. As people were going, the crowd were. He said, You know, he was a Muslim before when he came here. Now he's not a Christian. I said, Oh, glory to God. Stay in touch. Stay in Christ. I would like to see you again. God bless you. Then said, There was no time. So we had many Muslims like that. They would just come. Maybe probably God has been trying to reach out to them and they are under their parents. Now they got into school. They just deported into Christ. Praise God. And then, you know, God born again, God born again. The one that shocked me the most is someone who came to church without the protocol of water call. God baptized in the Holy Spirit. You know that colonials were not given water call. Bible says, why Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit just came. Pa! Don't sit down there and create how God should move. Create a move. And that is the challenge we have. Even in expecting answers from God. You are looking at if your business wants to move forward, this is how God is going to move. He's going to move this your uncle, to move this your enemy, and then that enemy will now move your stepmother, and then the stepmother will now move somebody that is very popular in your environment to, to pump money into your business. You are wasting your time. When God wants to move, when he, when he took the Israelite from Egypt, he led them by the way of the Red Sea. Ah! If you are to check map, that now that we are going on, Google map, and you know Red Sea does not have bridge, does not have, you will not choose that path. Whereas that's the path that God wants them to take. Don't let us just see the stories of the scriptures as mere stories. There are deeper revelations concerning those stories. The dog got a miracle. Is it clear from this passage? So why are the children suffering? The dogs are building estates in Lagos. Have you noticed? Well, they might be scheming, they might be doing all kinds of stuff. Don't bother yourself about what they did. That they did it means that you can do much more. Are you getting what I'm saying? Anything anybody does, are we saying that Satan is more powerful than God? That if Satan, if this person eh, is using voodoo, eh, charm, and eh, they carry gods from their village, all those kind of stuff, it is not impossible they did all that. Then show them that you have a better, that a greater God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Then we show them we have a greater God. When Aaron threw down the rod, do you remember they showed them that they too they can throw down their rod and it turns to snake? But the one of Aaron swallowed, in fact, their own turned to two snakes. Do you remember? He turned to two snakes. To show Aaron that, ah, what are you doing? Ah. We are still alive, we are doing all this kind of stuff. Small boy. Throw one rod, turn to two snakes. And I'm sure Aaron wasn't preparing for that. When Moses said, throw it, he turned to snake. They are on turn to two snakes. Ah, I'm sure Aaron will have just looked at, you know, if it's Nigerians that are acting the movie, Aaron will have just looked at Moses and said, Kowata? And while he was still looking at Moses' eyes, the rod of Aaron that turned to snakes started swallowing every other. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it means that you plant a company 
and then they plant three companies and then eventually mergers and acquisition. Are you getting what I'm saying? Even the same thing in career. But my point here is, you are a child. Somebody say, I'm a child. child. You don't eat crumbs, you take the bread. Somebody say, I don't eat crumbs. I take the bread. I eat the bread. Yeah. But don't forget, don't eat all the bread. Let there be crumbs for your neighbors. Let there be crumbs for those who are unbelievers around you. So that is how somebody who is not born again in your family can partake of the grace upon your life. I know some people when they deal with soup like this, they will still, you know, you, you get what I'm saying? Uh, they will leak. Are you getting what I'm saying? That you can't trace. It will look like you have washed the plate. Don't be like that. Don't be stingy. You see, say, you know, it's stinginess to the glory of God. No, God is not glorified. God is not glorified. So the Syrophoenician woman got the miracle. Your faith. So you can see how somebody who is not a covenant person can believe Christ. And did not just believe Christ, had a word of faith that if, if the children are eating and the crumbs fall, that the dogs can partake of the crumbs. Ah! Jesus Christ was wow with that kind of understanding. Apparently, everyone who got crazy miracles in this scripture, look at the centurion that said, just speak a word. I'm not worthy. Even said you. And you know that you, Jesus is not just coming to your house. He's in you. You are the, even the house of Jesus. The centurion man said, I'm not even worthy for you to come to my house. What I just need is a statement. Once you speak from where you are, something will be happening in my house. What kind of understanding? I'm sure then Peter said, did not know that Jesus is this deep. Praise God. But those guys came. He said, don't, don't speak. Let me, give you, let me give you one more. Go to Luke. And I don't want to do this for long. Luke chapter 8, 43 to 48. I want to show you, I want to read you two, because you can't understand this woman of the usual of blood until you read the three um, Gospels. Now a woman, now listen, now a woman having a flow of the blood for 12 years, who had spent all her livelihood, he has spent everything, on physicians, and those ones know how to take money. Praise God. Physicians are doctors. And they don't send you. You say, you do city scan. You do tank scan. You do village scan. Are you hearing what I'm saying? All kind of scan. And could not be healed of any. Next verse. You know, it couldn't be healed of the people who are collecting money. I thought when you say you spend money, you spend it for value. Is that not the definition of money? It's in exchange for a value that was offered. But there was no value. So she was wasting money. So she was losing money. That sickness led to some other things. Poverty, you know, bankruptcy, all kinds of stuff. And as I came from behind and touched the border of his garment, and immediately a flow of blood stopped. Next verse. And then, and Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied it, 
Peter and all that and all that and all that. Now, I want to show you something that is missing in that, that you can always get in the other gospel. Mark chapter 5, verse 25. Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years, yes, and and had suffered many things from many physicians. How can physicians be dishing out suffering? Somebody was already suffering. And let me tell you, let me tell you, there is no sector that is okay, but one of the worst sectors that we have is hex sector. You'll be seeking them. You'll be, you, they, there will be an emergency need of oxygen, and they are going to market to go and buy. There's no ready-made oxygen. I saw the oxygen tank. I look at it. It doesn't look like what oxygen should come. As you can say, I am used to oxyacetylene flame. I'm used to all those, you know, engineering all those flames that we use. Uh, it, it, it's the, the container and the, the cylinder and the one we normally use for all those kind of welding and those is the, is the same thing. And it's not, it's not, diff, it's not, it's not decent. It's not, do you understand? I, I saw it. I, you know, when you have access to the way our health sector is, you have, a, you have an emergency fate for your living. I'm not joking. Ask them. The doctors are here. The ones that are very open to you is when doctors are being home salary, when doctors drive into petrol station and they don't attend to them, when they don't have to kill, when they... In those days, I lived and I grew up among doctors, very close to teaching hospital. So I know what I'm talking about. Everybody desire to be a doctor, excluding me. And I have my reasons. And thank God I'm not. The working condition, zero. The environment, zero. She had spent, and you now have issues of blood, you now go and miss those kind of doctors. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. All these ones were not recorded by, by, by uh, uh, Luke. So it was getting worse. All that she had, she had spent it. Bankrupt. And was no better. Yes, next verse. When she heard about Jesus, this is where Revelation came in. When she heard, so Bible says, how shall they believe if there was no hearing? There must be, you have to hear to believe. And how shall they hear until a preacher is sent to them? When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in a crowd and touched his garment. Yes. Now, this is where the practical faith is. For she said, for she said, now this is where Mark recorded it and stopped it. He said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. She said. The next verse. And the Bible says, immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. Let's leave the rest story and go the rest of the story and go to the last part, um, last um, the Matthew version. Matthew chapter nine verse twenty. I think we should read from. Okay, let's read from verse twenty. And suddenly a woman who had a flow of blood for twelve years came from behind and touched the hem of his garment. Yes, for she said to. Can you see it now? 
she said to herself, if, normally, I mean, people have preached all kinds of things, but I believe what they have said is true. Some people said, well, you can't, at this point, you are even so ashamed of yourself that you can't talk to people. Do you get what I'm saying? At this point, you are finished. You are, you are finished. So, it's just like, let me, this is the last opportunity I have. So she said to herself, if I may touch his garment, I will be made well. So what she was saying to herself, as she was going to touch the garment, or before she decided to touch the garment, is if I may touch his garment, I shall be made well. Listen, if I may touch, have you ever thought about it? Who told her? When she heard about Jesus, what did she hear? Now, did she hear that people touching the hem of his garments are always healed? Or did she hear about the testimonies of others who got born again? Who, who told her? Because she must have come to, in contact with a revelation about Jesus. That Jesus does not have to speak concerning our matter. That if me by myself, even without Jesus Christ's awareness, touch the hem of... So it means that when you move, Jesus can move. Jesus doesn't have to move for you to move. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now remember what... Um, um, what was this man? Smith Wigglesworth. He said, if the spirit is not moving you, moving you then you should what? Move the spirit. <laughs> but that must be by revelation. You must understand certain things. There was no other miracle in this place, in the gospel, where somebody touched the hem of Jesus' garment. So it wasn't part of the testimony. So she had heard something somewhere. She had heard something somewhere. Now, I heard a man of God, he talked about this, and I believe it's, it's very true. Malachi chapter 4 verse 2. Let me read from verse 1. Malachi chapter 4. For behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, and all the proud, yes, all who do wickedly will be stubble. And the day which is coming shall burn them up, says the Lord of hosts. That will, that, that will leave them neither roots nor branch, yes? But to you who fear my name, the son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his the interpretation for wings is hems of garments. And he's talking about the son of righteousness. When he's talking about the son of righteousness, he's talking about Jesus Christ. He was prophetic about Jesus. With healings in his wings, and you shall go out and grow fat like a store-fed calves. Let's go back to our story. So we can trace that action to this scripture. So one way or the other, the woman had come in contact with a revelation within her, which is different from that of the centurion man. Now, if you want to have the same result, it doesn't mean that the same method will have to come to play. It doesn't mean that it have to be the same means. Are you getting what I'm saying? Somebody said, speak a word. Somebody came to touch them of the garment. Somebody, are you getting what I'm saying? Different kind of people. Somebody go to ask him, that will you be willing to heal me? Somebody say, Jesus, son of David, son of David, they are invoking covenants of the sure mercies of David. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us, have mercy on me, have mercy on me. And Jesus showed up. And stopped. Bible says he's too still. And said, bring him. Different methods. But let me tell you what spark method is the revelation you have. 
It tells you what to do. It inspires your heart how to go about it. There is a general address, general administration, but there's also a specific one. Where it tells you how your business can move. Where it tells you how you can go about things. Where it tells you this and this and this. You know that Jesus Christ, you know, his garments heal the sick. But you know Peter's shadow healed the sick. You know, aprons from the body of Paul. Also, do you understand? Aha. You know, it kept on going higher like that. We have seen it, that somebody will just see a man of God's picture and will be healed. I have a friend, got into a particular, why me? I took somebody who ran mad. The person got to my bed, slept off, calmed down, and he didn't want to attend to anybody until I came. I got there, and the guy, I told him, sit up. He sat up. Everybody had been waiting, including doctors and nurses. They said, thank God. Though. And I started talking to him. Sit up. Sat up. Say, let's go. Took him. And we went. Even when he started misbehaving, he wanted to adjust the steering of the ambulance. I said, move back. But you know, I have a friend. He entered into a room where somebody had been locked down. As in, seriously, I mean, chain, not... The lockdown, two lockdown you are doing, and you are walking around. I mean, chain, chain down because he was insane. And as the guy entered inside, he sighted him like this. And the guy, the madness disappeared. Glory to God. Because you have not been mad before, so you don't know how heavy that kind of a miracle is. <laughs> May you not be tempted with madness. But that is faith. She heard something. And she didn't stop at hearing something. She discovered the will of God in what she heard. She had an understanding that is unique. And now she turned that thing to now become a confession. She kept saying to herself, If I may touch the end of his word, garment, I will be what? Healed. Once, I mean, once you know that the issue of blood is not the plan of God for your life, it's like having a continual menstruation. Do you get what I'm saying? For 12 years. So you know what that is. I've heard some people, when they see some women misbehave and then just, you know, react and all that, they say, ah, what's the matter? And they want to embarrass and say, are you on your period or something like that? So that means the woman had been reacting for 12 good years. If she had to be misbehaving, misbehaving for 12, are you getting what I'm saying? Anything that you can associate has been going on for, but yet, in the midst of all that, came in contact with Jesus and got a revelation. Regardless of what your situation is, let me tell you, you can be, you could have been in abject poverty for many years. Your business could have been losing money for more than, are you getting what I'm saying? Yet in that situation, you must know that there is always a solution. And if you are a child, now Christ has, are you getting what I'm saying? You don't even have to go and touch the hem of the garment. There is a different revelation for you now because you house him. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you are sick, then it can't be comfortable in you. So please, as a child, let your faith rise and lay hold on the promises that is already made for you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Simple. 
Proverbs chapter 4 verse 20. My son, incline your ear to my saying. Or attend to my word. Incline your ear to my sayings. Listen. If you don't familiarize yourself with the scripture, you won't know what is made available for you. Next verse. And he says, do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Yes. For they are life to those who find them. And health to how many of their flesh? All their flesh. Including Osofa, God's lungs. Everything. Whether it's eating or can be seen. All their flesh. Else, once you find that revelation, that's what a woman found. Everything changed. We know you have been blessed by the insightful teaching of God's word and impartation of God's spirit by Pastor Tokwe Awufisayo, brought to you by Communion Christian Center. For more information on how to be a partner and others, contact 080-3585-8047 or send a mail to admin at communioncc.org. You can also download more messages for free at www.communioncc.org. Remain blessed as you fulfill your destiny in Jesus' name. Amen.